And this is also a seem on Hilchas Besabchira of the Rambam. In Seif from the Letzten Perik from Hilchas Besabchira, at the end of the very last Perik of the laws of the Besamigdash, of the building of the Besamigdash, in Dalachan the Rambam is Mavayad the Dinim from Shmir Samigdash, in which in the final laws there, he explains about the the halachas, the laws pertaining to the guarding of the Beis Amigdash, that there were sentries posted, Kayan and Malavian posted in different places around the Beis Amigdash. After he had described in the in halacha Yadalaf, in the 11th halacha, how it was that the Kayanim every morning, in the morning before dawn, close to dawn, they checked around the area of the Beisamidosh, holding two torches in their hands. In in the Razora they checked around in the courtyard of the Beis Amigdash. So all so all is dark in order. If everything is in order, if everything is is fine, as everything is in order. So after he had said that, the Raman, the Raman then concludes in in the twelfth halacha as a separate paragraph. He says as follows: In this, this was done every single night, except for Friday night, which they did not carry torches at that time. They would examine everything by the light of candles that were there from before Shabbos, that they lit before Shabbos. They were hanging on the walls or whatever it is. They were placed candles were placed around the different areas and they examined it by the light of those candles rather than carrying a torch and that's the conclusion is Yeduah the Shailas HaMafarshim so we know the question that is asked by the different commentaries that Din is the Halacha is with the Rambam Paskin the Rambam actually tells us in a number of places in Yad HaZakah as in ancient that there is no rabbinic ordinations practiced in the Beis Amigdash, which means the Chachamim, the, the sages, instituted certain prohibitions of their own in order to keep us from violating Torah prohibitions. So they made what is called perhaps Gezeris or other such precautionary measures that they took. But in the Beis Amigdash, they did not. Um, restrict themselves of those precautionary measures. One of the reasons is because the Kainim were very much on top of things and they don't make those kinds of mistakes and therefore there was no need to institute them. Until Tulanerus B'Shabbos, and based on this rule, we know that the uh, the carrying of a torch on Shabbos is the is only a rabbinic prohibition. The Torah says that you're not allowed to light or extinguish a torch or any fire but carrying one is not prohibited by the Torah it's the Rabbanon that said that you shouldn't carry a, a lamp or a candle because it might, you c- might come to light it or to extinguish it and so on so this is really a rabbinic ordination 
Under. So then, why did they change the order of things on Friday night, as Ein Er Biyadam Er, that they did not carry a torch? They they examined things by the light of the existing candles. If it's only a rabbinic prohibition, they could have just gone ahead and carried the torches. The Kesef Mishnah answers. So the Kesef Mishnah answers. It's a commentary on the Rambam. Ashaini Hocha. This is a, this is different. This case is different. because it's possible. You could do it by light that was set up before Shabbos. So there's no need to violate the rabbinic ordination and therefore ordinance. And therefore there was no need for them to violate it because they could just easily set up candles from beforehand. The Baltz's da Since there's a possibility, it's a very design to to check things out and the by and therefore not necessitating to violate the rabbinic shvus is shvus that's why in the, in such a case they wouldn't permit them to violate the shvus the tarets of but this question really needs further thought the under mafarshim as in fact some of the commentaries ask the Rambam Paskin, because the Rambam rules in Hilchus Avodas Yom Kippurim, and the laws pertaining to the Aveda, the uh, services that went on in the Beis Hamikdash and Yom Kippur. So it says there, as if the Kayin Gadol was old or sick, they would. The Kayin Gadol had to go to the mikveh a number of times on Erev Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, sorry. On Yom Kippur, and it was cold in the Beis Hamikdash. There was no real heating in the Beis Hamikdash, and uh, so the water was cold. And if he was an old person or a sick person, that could have been difficult for him. So they would put iron rods in fire from before Yom Tov. And the next day, they would take it out of the fire and plunge it into the water of the mikveh so it heated, it warmed up the mikveh to take away the chill of the water and the reason they could do that is because there's no shavus in the base of and doing this is only a rabbinic prohibition even though in this case too you could, they could have done, they had other ideas in through which they could have warmed up the water somewhat, as only Zayin can in a way that it wouldn't be a violation of the rabbinic uh, prohibitions. The Ramam himself gives another option. They would either do the rods, the iron rods, which were heated in the fire, and then that's one way, and then the other way was or they would take a pot of hot water, which was also heated from before, and they would pour it into the mikveh water in order to take the chill out of the cold water so putting hot water into the cold water isn't a, a rabbinic prohibition either so why couldn't they just do that so the answer is they could have done that as the Rambam gives it as an option but there was no need to do that because there is no shvuspamikdash so therefore even if there is another way to do it there still is no prohibition to do it so why would they answer that in regards to the to the torches they didn't carry them because if it's possible without it you don't do it 
Here, by the, the laws of Yom Kippur, the Ramam says, you do do it, even if there is another possibility. So is Va'id, and this question also leads to another question. The Rambam Paskant, the Rambam gives the ruling, as Oid the Kayin Gadol Bigishli name, also in the laws of Yom Kippur, that if the Kayin Gadol, they kept them up all night. He stayed up, they kept them up all night. And if he was drowsing off, he was drowsy and he was falling asleep, dozing off, not drowsing off, he was dozing off. Is Pirche Leviyam the young Levian would snap their fingers in his face so that he would wake up, so that he wouldn't fall asleep. Even though snapping one's fingers on Shabbos or Yom Kippur is also a rabbinic prohibition because it makes a sound, and you know how to make this kind of a sound. The Ramam tells us in the laws of Shabbos that it's prohibited to snap your finger. And it's also possible to do it in another way. They don't have to specifically snap their finger. They could have uh, said to him, you know, wake up, wake up. There are other methods by which in which to keep uh, help the Kayin Gadol to remain awake. So we see another case in which they also did something which was a Shavuos, even though it was quite possible to do something else. So why over here did they not carry the torches? The Pashtas came in the base. It seems simple that we could make the uh, differentiate between the two cases because the klal von Einschluss b'mikdash oich b'de'efsha b'inyanacha that the rule that there is no pro, uh, rabbinic prohibition in the base of mikdash if it's po- even when it's possible to do it some other way, is blois vendos is an aray, is only if it is an unusual, a temporary situation. It's a one-time thing that has to be done. The hainu, which means, that there is a specific situation, which can be avoided or taken care of through this shvus, uh, is the demot is the hetesh Then they allow it without it. You don't have to have any other consideration. It's a one-time thing. You can go ahead and do it even if you have another option. Like uh, for instance, like if the kain gadol was uh, old or, or sick, other or if he was falling asleep, he was dozing off, which is not a regular thing. The Kohen Gadol wasn't always old or sick. That was an, a, an unusual situation. Or that he was falling asleep. Instead of, you know, they were, they were talking to him anyway, but if he falls asleep anyway, that was a, an ext- a circumstance. It's a special circumstance. So there, they didn't, you could do whatever it is, even if it's a shvus, without having to think, maybe there's a, better, a different way. Does haste, in other words, say that a kavua kenish zayin fabunim which means to go ahead and make a a seder means to institute a regular practice of doing something in the base of English regularly all the time, even though it's a violation of a shvus that they wouldn't do. Nor but if there was a situation which called for special intervention, then you can use that 
um, allowance that there is no shvus in the base on Migdash. But if it's a regular thing, we're not going to override a shvus on a regular basis. And therefore, beneath the Dan in our case, where they were checking every Friday night, they had to go around and check the, uh, the you know, the area of the Beis Hamikdash. That would mean that they would make a regular thing out of that this is the way the Kainim are going to do it each and every Shabbos, every Friday night. When the which means they would carry torches every single Friday night. Is the far is vibalsis efshebayfedachar, and therefore, since there's another option, is minishkaveya and hagas hakayin and baifen kazeh, they wouldn't make a regular thing out of allowing the kayinim to carry torches on Friday night. As men zol shtendik dafen ton shvus b'migdash that they should regularly have to do this violation of the shvus in the base of migdash. Whereas in uh, the other things, of course, are one-time things, as we said. But this explanation is still not enough, doesn't really answer it thoroughly. Because we find this uh, permitted, uh, the, the allowance of violating a shvus in the Vesamidosh, even in cases which are regular, which happen all the time. For instance, when Erev Pesach is Chaliyaz B'Shabbos, when Erev Pesach comes out on Shabbos, which, and uh, everybody has to bring a Korban Pesach on that day, which means in, we're permitted to bring the Korban Pesach even on Shabbos, is the din, the Allah is, as men is mafshid dem oir from dem Korban, that they then had to flay the skin off the Korban, of the Korban Pesach, and each person that brought a Korban Pesach had to do it. Um, so they did it ala maklis. They had sticks. There wasn't enough hooks in the uh, the regular built-in hooks. wasn't enough for all the people that were coming to bring karbonus in on erev pesach, which every single year had to be part of a carbon pesach. There were many more than was normal for karbonus to be brought on in the base of Middash. So they had sticks set aside which they could then put on the two people together, they would put it across their shoulders, suspend the animal, the goat or the sheep from that stick, and flay the animal while it was suspended on that stick. And they did it on Shabbos just like they did it during the week they just as they had, they would do it on a regular Erev Pesach, which was a weekday, which of course there is no issue with, with a stick, but on Shabbos the stick is muktze, and muktze is of course a rabbinic prohibition. But they allowed that they should use the sticks rather than that they should have to. They could have done it otherwise, which is they could have put their sh- two people stand opposite each other. They put their hands on each other's shoulder, and that's the stick. You know, instead of a stick, they would use their hands, suspend the animal from their hands, and this way they wouldn't have to handle a muktze stick. But they didn't require that. They did it the same way as they did it during the weekday. Even though it was possible to do it with their hands rather than with a stick. So we see that the carbon Pesach was done regularly on, uh, on Shabbos. If it was done on Shabbos in this way. And everybody did it that way. It's very difficult to say as Erev Pesach is B'Shabbos that because Erev Pesach, which comes out on Shabbos, which is not a regular thing, it's only an occasional thing, 
is gerechen via arai is considered like a temporary thing and a one of. Vibalts is akvius normas manozan since it only occurs from time to time. It's very difficult to say that that's the reason because that's considered not regular. Because it is regular. Everybody is doing it. And I imagine this is the reason why it's difficult to say that, why the Rebbe says it's difficult to say that. Because since everyone is doing it and that that's the way that it's instituted that it should be done, and it happens every three, four years or whatever it is, so that it's difficult to say that that's considered like a one-off. Hundreds of people are doing it, or thousands of people are doing it, is considered to be a one-off, is a little difficult to say. So therefore we find that even things which were regular, considered regular, were also done l'chatchila to begin with. In other words, they went ahead and overlooked the shvus and allowed sticks to be used which means that the shvus was overridden even on a regular basis, and not only on a one-of uh, exception. So we're back to the question, why did they ban the carrying of the torches on Friday nights? Gimel. In the Allahas Anal, in those same Allahas that we're talking about, at the end of the laws of Beis Abkhira, which means the Beis Abkhira, and if noch kama, there's another few, you can call them general, um, you know, particular questions that that could be should be asked. Number one, Favos bring the Rambam Adem Inyan in Hilchus Beis Why does the Rambam um, discuss these laws, which are talking about how to set up sentries and guarding the Beis Hamikdash? Why does he discuss this in the laws? of the guarding of the Beis HaMikdash. Why does this belong to be discussed in that? The halachas, all the halachas leading up to the halacha 11 that we are the ones, 11 and 12 are the ones we're discussing. Geher and Sudan they do belong in this chapter. In Zei, Retzich, Vegeshmiris HaMikdash, it talks over there about the fact that they have to set up sentries and where they were and so on, all those details. But what is discussed in Halacha 11 and Halacha 12 is doesn't seem to belong to be discussed in the laws of guarding the base of Middash, nor rather they seem to belong more to the to further Halachas which the Rambam discusses, which is what what was the schedule on a day in the base of Migdash. What did it start with? What did they do? What were the different things that they did? So this seems to belong in those halachas, which are not in the Hilchas Beis Abkhira. These halachas are talking about what did they do first thing in the morning? They first thing they did was check out everything, make sure everything was okay. That sounds like the beginning of the new day. It doesn't have anything to do with the laws of guarding the base of Migdash. It me, it's talking about how did they start their day and what did they do and then what did they do after. Then at Gedav Vedic Zayin Tzialz is there in the Azores with Kedaboy Lemeve. First, I had to check if everything in the uh, courtyard of the base English was as it should be. In order to get on with starting the uh, the different jobs that had to be done during the uh, base during the day in the base of Middash. So it seems that this would belong 
Balantas in Hilchas Tmidinu Masafim, it should be pl- placed, these two Allah should be placed in the laws of the Tmidim Masafim, which means the ongoing carbonus uh, that were brought in the base makers daily. And in fact, it does briefly review it over there, mention it over there. So in this, in Beis Abchir, it should talk about that there is an, a requirement to watch the Beis Abchir, to have sentries set up. But how the morning starts, that they would check it out, and they would do what time they did it, and so on, that should be in the laws which talk about the regular ongoing uh, work hap- that happens, services that happen in the base Amida. So why is it placed here? Another question. The last halacha, the last halacha yud beis is a hemshach from the halacha shlofana. Is a follow up to the earlier halacha, the one in halacha one uh, eleven. As he says, he actually states this on this is done regularly. What's what does he mean by this? that which was mentioned in Halacha 11 which is that they would check out if everything was okay with the torches nor mizmaisif but then in Halacha 12 he adds a caveat to that which is as B'Shabbos is given under on Shabbos there was a slight change to how they did it which is that they didn't carry the torch the torch was fixed why did the Rama make it into two separate halachas? It seems to be a continuation of what was in halacha 11. And it, the only thing that's being said is, however, on Shabbos they didn't carry the torch. This question becomes even more pronounced because it's well known in Afrodus, uh, is Afrodus the way the Rambam separated halachas into separate paragraphs and so on was very precise. When we learned up the fun and, and, and often halachas are learned from the fact that he he divided this paragraph into two separate paragraphs. That's informative in many cases. So therefore, why here does he separate it into two halachas rather than putting it into one halacha? Dalit the beer So to explain. The Ramam is mivarbet chilus haperek. At the beginning of this page, the Ramam explains Ashmiras Hamidish is nish mepachad oivim v'cholu. Explains that the reason they put sentries around the different areas in the base of Hamidish was not because they were afraid of invaders or peeping, people breaking in or people that don't belong there causing damage or whatever. It wasn't because of that. Nor mishum kavod hamikdash. The reason was because of out of respect to the base of Hamidish. It's an honor guard. Because you cannot compare a palace which has guards set up all over, like you know, people go to see it. It's a uh, to a palace which doesn't have any guards set up. When you have guards set up, it brings honor. It up, it, it elevates the honor of the space, and that's the reason for these centuries. From them is moving. From this we understand as the protem vegn velches retzich in the peirik zaynim shum kavod amigdash comes clear that what's being discussed in this chapter, chapter eight, which is the final chapter of Beis Abchira, it's all about how do you show respect, honor to the Beis Amigdash. Al pizek So based on this, we could say 
As Eichter in Rabadike is Mishum Kavod Abayser. Also, the fact that they checked in the morning to make sure everything was in order is also an element of that. A place, a respectable place, needs to be checked and made sure everything is in order. time, and for this reason, the Rambam That's why the Rambam includes the checking that was done in the morning or before dawn as a part of this chapter because it's all about showing honor to the base of English and therefore it belongs in this chapter. Because this examination that was done was done for the most part not as a preparation for what's going to happen during the day from, from the morning until the afternoon. Not else covered Amigdash was an element of showing honor and respect to the base Amigdash. As explained elsewhere at length, as the Teichna covered Durch Shmiris Hamigdash, state in them that the the idea of showing honor to the base of English by posting centuries is was the Shmir Vaistas Why is that considered to be an honor? Because it shows that we never take our mind off the base of Migdash. It's not everybody goes home at five and then uh, nobody thinks about the base of Migdash until the next morning. No, there's people there all the time. It's always in the in at the front and center of our thinking. Is So in a similar way, is a similar thing is expressed in the examination that is done. The mid vos yeder in the free is membaidik. The fact that every morning they would check everything out is memaisiv in kavod amigdash. This is also another way of showing honor and respect to the base amigdash. So based on this. It enhances our understanding of why the kainim that the kainim that would do the examination after they had finished their examination they said to each other shalom peace everything is peace in other words everything is good but it's a flowery expression and they didn't say something that would be more commonly uh, used in such a situation, mermasim which would be more fitting for this kind of an expression, as alsa beseder, like you know, everything is, everything is good, not peace. Everything is good. Everything is in order. Everything is in its place. Everything is ready for the day. We're ready for the day. Everything is in place. like they could have said, everything is in its place. everything is as it should be. Or something like that. Instead, they said, Sholem HaKel Sholem. Peace, everything is peace. What is that? Why did they use that kind of wording? So now it's understood because it's an honorific that they're using. Peace, everything is peace. Is show, it's, it's meant to express the place is a place of peace. It's a, it's a holy place. The whole checking was really just a way of expressing the honor of the Beis HaMikdash. So that explains why they use this kind of terminology rather than something that you would expect which is, yeah, everything is okay everything is its place. Hey, So based on this we can explain the question that we asked before in the last halacha in the last halacha by first explaining something else in the Hashem and the in regards to the uh, miracle that happened with the oil on Hanukkah, 
the fact that the the Greeks had exposed, they had uh, touched and made everything ritually impure. So they were searching when they when the uh, Maccabees came over and they t- came back and they took over the base of Migdash again, and they were searching for oil to light them. And there they couldn't find only one one uh, jar of oil. Uh, which was still intact with the seal of the Kayin which means they hadn't touched the oil there was only enough to light for one day and a miracle happened they were able to it lasted for eight days as is well known is you do it so we have it's a well known question there is an opinion that when everything is Tomei we suspend the laws of Tumah when it applies to everyone and everything. So the laws of Tumah are released. They're no, they're no longer in effect. We just go with things which are impure. We suspend the laws of Tumah. So according to that, the opinion is, Hashem, Why did Hashem have to make the miracle that it should last for eight days they could have lit the candles with impure oil if there's no pure oil see a lighter with impure oil what do you need a whole miracle for so the commentators answer the, the reason is even though it's true that Tumah is suspended in the case where it affects everybody but Hashem wanted to show his love for the Jewish people. When the Riber Hotagemachdemnes, that's why he made this miracle. Kedai Eden Zolmakainz and the mitzvah from Adlogos and Eris Amanoira, so that the Eden could light, could fulfill the mitzvah of lighting the Menoira in the base of Migdash, in a noifen was medafnished onkomen some heter from Tumah. In a way that they shouldn't have to employ this leniency of being able to do it, even though it's Tomei. Yes, legally they could do that. But because Hashem has this love for the Jewish people, and He wanted them to do it in the nicest, the best way possible, not to have to rely on a leniency. And for that, he, it was enough. That was enough of a reason for Him to commit this great miracle. Does haste, which means does was tumas ha hutra hutra, the fact that tuma is suspended in the in the case where it affects everybody is as benigay avidasim that affects how the Jews can carry out the actual practice of, of the, whatever the work that needs to be done. The lighting of the menorah could be done that way too. But because there's something greater at stake here, which is, I don't know, greater, but something else at stake, that Hashem wants to express His love for the Jewish people. Yes, you can get away with doing it that way too, but because He wanted to express His love for the Jewish people, you have to try to avoid tuma even when it is technically permitted. In a similar way, we can apply that same thinking to our situation. If they're checking, you know, the their, the nightly checking of the Beis Hamikdash, or in the morning before the morning would be just you know one of the things that you have to do in the Beis Hamikdash. 
or even if it was part of the ongoing services in the Beis Hamikdash, is that then as ancient Hamikdash? So then we do apply the law, which is this. You know, this is just regular business as usual. And the law in the Beis Hamikdash is there is no rabbinic prohibitions in the Beis Hamikdash, so they would apply that. That you're permitted to go ahead and do things without considering the fact that it's a a uh, rabbinic prohibition, as we gave a few examples earlier on. But since, as we we just finished saying, the whole examination of the Beis Hamikdash area was not so much a service as it was to show the respect for the Beis HaMikdash. So it's something more than regular service. It's something connected to the elevated status of the Beis HaMikdash. Had Gosha's Goydel Kavad HaMikdash emphasizing the great honor and respect that we want to show for the Beis HaMikdash. Similar to what the Ramam expressed, expresses elsewhere, that we don't, it's it, it, one of the laws of the Beis HaMikdash is you have to show great reverence for the Beis HaMikdash. So the Ramam says, really, we have to revere a building? What do you mean, revere a building? And he says, it's not the reverence for the building, it's the reverence for the one who resides in the building, which is Hashem. The same is also true for the respect that we show the Beis HaMikdash. It's not the respect for the building, it's the respect for the one who resides there, for Hashem. Is by them, nishmasim as the So that's inappropriate. Just like we said that because of Hashem's love for the Jewish people, He wanted them to be able to light the menorah not in a substandard way which is acceptable because of the circumstances but because he loves the and he wanted them to do it in the best way possible in the same way when we're dealing with showing honor and respect to the Beis which means to Hashem it has to be done, it should be done without having to rely on a leniency that we don't we don't consider the rabbinic prohibitions that we have to rely on that rule that there is no um, rabbinic prohibition of Esamikdash it should be done in the best way possible without having to rely on that and that's why they didn't carry torches this also explains that why this detail of that examination as B'Shabbos is Zigiven Anders Vibachel, that on Shabbos it was different than in the weekday, is Shaykh, number one, Shaykh Tzilchus Beis Abchira. First of all, it belongs in the laws of the Beis Abchira, not in the laws of the daily services in the Beis Abchira. And number two, Kumtin Allah, why the Rambam separates it into a separate Allah. Heyei says, the mit Kumtzu, noch aggressive and starker ad Gosha in Kavad Amigdash, because this, this detail, that it was on Shabbos, they didn't carry a torch, it emphasizes, it brings out how serious they were about showing honor and respect. It's a whole new dimension in showing honor and respect. We're not going to rely on a rabbinic, um, on, on the uh, suspension of the rabbinic prohibition, because we want to show ultimate and absolute respect. 
In other words, it wasn't just that they they checked out everything in the base Hamikdash as a sign of respect, in order to show uh, how important it is, and so which is found in in Halacha and paragraph eleven. Nor Nachmer, but it go, the Rambam takes it to another step in in paragraph twelve. The Bediki is given an Eifin Mohuda that the this examination itself was done in the most in the most respectful way or Mohubad possible. Was the Far Hotman Bishabas Nishk Nutz Kaneta, that's why in Shabbos they didn't want to rely on any leniency from Ainshus Bamigdush that there is no rabbinic prohibitions of the Bignush Shabbos, but that they set up candles ahead of time so that they shouldn't have to rely on this heter. And that shows an, another dimension in the elevation of the honor that was shown to the Beis HaMikdosh. For this reason is thus the Siyam from Perekhez. That's why that's the conclusion of chapter 8 from Hilchus Beis HaBechira, from the laws of Beis HaBechira in general. Which in chapter 8 it's talking about the honor that was shown to the Beis HaMikdosh. That's the whole theme of that chapter because it uh, because in this halacha halacha ches uh, sorry halacha 12 it brings out that the honor that was shown which is the subject of the whole pat chapter but that it was done in the most elevated way possible that we're not going to rely on any on any heter on any leniency it's a conduct which we do in the most beautiful way even within beautifying it in other words it's doubly respectful and honorable and that's why he makes it that the, that's the conclusion of chapter 8 also more on the same subject by first explaining in regards to what kind of malach can be done in the Beis HaMikdash on Shabbos? We find two contradictory directions in which it goes. For Nainzite on the one hand, is the regular ongoing Avaida services that were done in the Beis HaMikdash, as well as any uh, public carbon which has a specific time and has to be done on a certain day. Not only does it suspend Shabbos, and that you can bring those carbonus on Shabbos, even though essentially it's a, it's a violation of Shabbos to shecht an animal is pro- prohibited on Shabbos, but over here, because it's necessary for the day's work in the base of was permitted. So not only is it, does it override Shabbos and it's permitted on Shabbos, no, it's a mitzvah, but it becomes a mitzvah to do it. It has to be done on Shabbos. Me'idach Gisa, on the other hand, on the other hand, though, is the din as ein vinyan beis hamikdash toich shabbos. In regards to the building of the beis hamikdash, the building of the beis hamikdash does not suspend shabbos. You're not allowed to do the building of the beis hamikdash on shabbos. They had to stop for shabbos. It's learned from in the mechilta, the beginning of our parsha, the fun was moshed magdim given. The tzivui from Isam Malachah B'Shabbos, the tzivui from Malachah Zamishkan, 
that before Moshe Rabbeinu starts talking about the, the, the repetition of the work that was done in the, in the Bilda Mishkan, first he, give, he gives the laws of Shabbos. Suddenly he talks about the laws of Shabbos as an introduction to the laws of, the Besam, of building the Mishkan. So the question is, why does that belong there? The answer is, he warned them that on Shabbos there is no building of the Mishkan, and therefore the same thing with the Beis Hamikdash, because it's not permitted to violate Shabbos in order to build the Mishkan or the Beis Hamikdash. So uh, we have two opposites. To build it, no, not on Shabbos. To do the Avedah, the services there, mitzvah to do it on Shabbos too. So perhaps we can say that this is the explanation. After the base Middash has already been built and now has the status, perfect status of the holy place, the holy Beisamigdash. And now we're talking about a detail, a malacha, something that would be considered a malacha on Shabbos, that has to be done in this holy environment. So it's not considered a non-Shabbistic activity to do it in the environment of the Beis Hamikdash. It's a holy environment. Whatever has to be done there is not considered to be mundane, non-Shabbistic, non-Shabbistic. The Kodesh is yedazach nish because in the holy environment of the Beis Hamikdash, nothing is mundane. Everything is holy and therefore belongs to be done should be done on Shabbos it's a, it's a matter of holiness but mainly is in them therefore none of those things would be considered violation of Shabbos you're doing a holy act it's not a violation of Shabbos when we talk about creating the holy space of the Beis Amigdash and the holiness of it what doesn't it that wouldn't make sense it would make no sense to try to create a holy environment by doing something that violates Shabbos violation of Shabbos is an unholy act so how could you create a holiness by doing something which is un, unholy so therefore to build the base of this you can't do it on Shabbos this could be compared somewhat to an explanation that is given by some other commentators on in regards to the miracle of the oil on Hanukkah. They explained that the reason why we couldn't apply the law that Tumah is suspended by uh, during when everybody's when everybody's tummy is well demolt hot gedarvzain they explain that by the by the story of Hanukkah it wasn't business as usual either it wasn't another day in the base amigdash problem happened there's no oil everything is tummy well go ahead use the other one here they were rededicating the base amigdash it had been violated and contaminated by the Greeks for, for who knows how long and now they took over, they came back and they were rededicating the holiness of the Beis Amigdash so this wasn't just another day this was rededication 
Um, by Oifmach, Kdusha, so that when, the, when they wanted to recreate the holiness of the Beis Amigdosh, Zokmanish and that situation, you don't say we suspend the laws of Tumah. We're trying to create holiness. You can't do that within, with the Tomei oil. That's how they explain it. So in a similar way, we're explaining that to, cre- to do something within the holiness of the Beis Amigdosh, you can violate Shabbos because it's considered holy and an activity that is done in the base of English is by definition holy and not a violation of Shabbos. But to create the holiness of the base of English has to be done without any kind of violation of Shabbos. Kem and Zom, so therefore in a similar way we could also say as that the same also applies to when we say that we suspend the rabbinic prohibitions. In Faum, the Chachamim permitted to do things which otherwise would be prohibited by their decree, but in the base Medish it's permitted. In situations, in situations which are connected to the work that's ongoing, the work in the base Amigdash, or the Malachabai, or the work that's done in the, uh, the base Amigdash, Mashenkin. But when we talk about the building, things which are considered to contribute to the building, the creating of the environment of the Beis Hamikdash, including as we talked about, how do you elevate the status, the honor, creating the honorable status of the Beis Hamikdash? So therefore the Chachamim in that situation was Me'en De'eraisa Tikkun there's a rule in the Gemara that says that when the Chachamim instituted their own uh, laws and decrees they did it similar to the way the, the Torah law is structured. So therefore they also said the same thing when we're talking about even though they permitted uh, their own decrees to be suspended in the base of Mikdash, but only in the similar situation where the Torah allows that kind of thing. But when we're talking about creating the holiness of the base of Mikdash, or creating the environment of the honor of the base of Mikdash, which has to go on regularly all the time, they also didn't permit violating the rabbinic decrees either, for the same reason as we explained before. In order to create or to add to strengthen the holiness of the Beis Amigdash, should not be done by violating a rabbinic principle. And therefore, since the, the checking of the, uh, of the area of the Beis Amigdash every day was a matter of adding to the honor of the Beis Amigdash, therefore, in that case, they wouldn't permit that they should violate a rabbinic principle, and therefore they did not carry torches for that situation on Friday night. Ches. In regards to the reason that we talked about before, why the laws of the guarding of the base of Middash, the honor of the base of Middash, had the Rambam arangishtelt in Hilchas base abchira, the Rambam put them into the laws of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. And in a similar way also, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the one, the author of the Mishnah, the Mishnah, he also 
set them into the dinim of Shmiras Hamidus, the laws of the guarding of the Bismidus in the Sechta Midas. He put it into the to the Mesechta, to the book which deals with the, as the name indicates, the name of Midas means measurements, which means like architecture of the base of Migdash. In which, in that Mesechta, generally it talks about the architecture of the base of Migdash. Why did Rabbi Rabbi Nakadish put it the laws of the guarding of the base of Migdash also in the laws of in the in the Mesechta that deals with the architecture of the base of Migdash, and he didn't put it into the place where it talks about the work and the activities that were done in the Beis HaMikdash it was already discussed elsewhere in another Sikha the mitzvah from Binyan Beis HaMikdash is the Chiyov Nishp Ulas HaBinyan when we talk about the mitzvah of the building of the Beis HaMikdash there are certain mitzvahs which the act of the mitzvah is the mitzvah the act of doing it that's the mitzvah but then, oh, by the Beis Hamikdash, it's not so much about the act of building it, but rather the result that comes from building it. The main focus is let's get the result, which means let's get a building in which we can bring carbonus and so on. So it's not the act of building which is the mitzvah, but rather the result of that act, which is the nifo. What the, what the result that you get sheyiyeh that there should be a place in which one can do the activities of the Beis HaMikdash. As a Zolzayin Beis HaMikdash, there should be a Beis HaMikdash in order to be able to bring Karbanus or whatever. Baruch and the explains this distinction at length. Lefiza is moving. Based on this we can understand. Why the guarding of the Beis HaMikdash becomes a part of the laws of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. Why the Shmira is pale because the the laws of the Beis of the Beis Abchira discusses the building that has to happen in order to get the result of having a Beis Amigdash. so the honor that is shown every, daily that is done daily but that is also for the purpose of getting the result of having an honored place it's not that the sentry standing there, that's the mitzvah. It's that we need a place that has, that is looked at as a place of great honor. And the sentries being there is what gives the result of, of being in a place of honor. Which is a makam roi, now it's a place fitting to be called the Beis Amigdash. So in other words, it's not in the rest of the Avaidah which happens in the Beis HaMikdash on a daily basis. Those are mitzvahs. They're the mitzvah, bringing this carbon and that carbon or whatever else has to be done, the k'tairis and the so on. But the honor guard, is, it's not the mitzvah of what goes on in the Beis HaMikdash. It's just the preparation for having a place that is called a Beis HaMikdash so that now you can go ahead and do the daily services that you need and that's why it belongs in the laws of Beis HaPchira and the same in Mishnayis it belongs in the laws of Hilchas Midas rather than in the laws of Karbanas or the daily uh, schedule so according to this it comes out as the fact that the Kainim check out the space 
in, on, in order to show respect for the Yisrael is not only a preparation for the daily service, nor is Oicha Hemsha Vechelik from Binya Beis Hamigdash, but it becomes a part of creating the Beis Hamigdash. This is a part of the creating the Beis Hamigdash, which has to be done every day. The Bediki is Alderach Bedek Abayis, the daily checking is similar to if repairs would have to be made. This is a similar thing. The base by is that mer mechuba the mahuda the building becomes more honored and respected and so on. On the pize is moving. So based on this, we can understand why we don't say that we can suspend that the laws, the rabbinic laws, are suspended in base amidus. The balde bediki is a tale from binyan amidus since the. Checking the examining is is a part of the building of the base of by as as in regards to which the Torah says that it doesn't suspend Shabbos. The Far also instituted as we said that they made their laws similar to reflect the the Torah law, similar to the Torah law. that it should not suspend the rabbinic prohibitions because it's part of the building and the building doesn't suspend Shabbos so therefore the Chacham has said the building doesn't suspend our laws either. The practice done in the Beis HaMikdash, that suspend our laws but this was not that. Tess. Based on this we can now connect the end of the laws of the Beis HaBchira with the beginning of the laws of the Beis HaBchira. The because we know that the end is always wedged in the beginning, and the beginning is wedged in the end. They're both linked to each other. In Anhai von Hilvesabhir, what is the beginning of the laws of Besabhira? Is the Rambam Kaveya Dem Gedda for Mitzvah Binabhira. First he sets out to explain what exactly is the mitzvah of building the Besamikdosh, and he explains that this way last is biased Hashem, it's to make, to create a home for Hashem. This leaves not to build a home for Hashem, but to make a home for Hashem. For the fun landman of, from this we learn, as the mitzvah is nish to pu'ulas from this is what the Raghat Shavu said, we learn from there that it's not the, build, the building isn't the mitzvah, but rather getting the result of having a home for, for Hashem. It's more about the results. As a Zolzayin, Abayis Hashem, that there should be a home for Hashem of course with all the details of what such a building requires and the the same idea is also brought out in the last halacha of Hilchus Beis Abchire Mahai time canal for this reason is and that's why the as we said before, the guarding of the base of English is also part of the laws of the building of the base of Khira, including the very conclusion of that subject, it's at the very end of the laws of the base of Khira, which is the twelfth uh, the twelfth uh, paragraph, as mitzadem was a prat in binyam binoi since it's a part of, of the beauty of the uh, of the Beis Abchira, is that's why it doesn't suspend Shabbos even not a rabbinic 
violation of Shabbos. So it brings out also this point that it's not about that it's uh, creating, it, it's part of creating that, that, be, that honored place similar to what happens in the first chapter, what he's talking about in the first halacha. Now to explain the beginning of the laws of Beis Abchira with their end from the Hasidic, from their inner dimension. Madgiret Kamapam has been discussed a number of times as Afopivas mitten binina mishkan ubayis rishon v'sheni hat memakayim given the mitzvah for nosel in Migdash, even though by building the Mishkan and then the first base of English and the second base of English, we fulfill the law, the mitzvah of make for me a base of Migdash. Is this Abanishgeven and Aifim from Binin Abayis Betachos Hashlemish, but they were not uh, the, at the ultimate, the, the optimum of the building of a base of Migdash because they were destroyed in the end, they didn't last. That will be accomplished by Migdash by the final base of Migdash, which Hashem Himself will build, which therefore will have eternity. The third base of Migdash is the time of Bayesh which will be the eternal base of Migdash. That's also the inner reason why the last halach of the laws of Bayesh talk about. What happened when they had to check out the Azara in Miktash Behemah Shabbos? Why it talks about how they checked the Azara on Shabbos. From Elramas, it's to teach us to allude to the fact that the Siyam Bishlemus from Beis Abchira, that the end, the final, uh, which means when it'll be, when will it be perfect, when will it have had reached its final and perfect state is in the Migdash is the Beis HaMigdash which will be in the future which is called in the Miyayim Shukola Shabbos in the day that is called Shabbos the period, the uh, millennium or the period that's called Shabbos which is the fi- after Mashiach comes and so on, that's when we will reach the, ru- the true Beis HaMigdash the ultimate Beis HaMigdash and so one could think since the ultimate Beis will only happen in the future therefore everything we do now doesn't really count for much because it's, it can never reach what it should be doesn't have any real meaning so the Raman tells us to the contrary Shabbos that on Friday night they didn't carry light. They, they had to examine it by the light that was set up before Shabbos. In the Zmam from Yom Shabbos, what he's trying to say is that in the time which is called Shabbos, the perfect time after Mashiach comes, is Ein Biyadamur, then we have no ability to create light. There is no Torah, there is no mitzvahs that provide light. They are ta- years, as the Pasuk says, these will be years when we say we don't want these years. In other words, you can't accomplish anything. This is after, it's time for reward. There's no longer a time for accomplishment. You can't create light. 
and any light which is found at that time, Nemzer Dafke from the Neiris Mitzvah comes from the lights or the mitzvahs, those that were lit on Friday before Shabbos, which means in Zmanagolos, any light which we will have at our disposal at that time is what came from the time of Golos. Then we don't carry light. We have no ability to create light at that time. The Shleimus from Bayis Hashlishi, the perfection of the third base of Migdash, is was demolt vert nizgale vern ter iluf in the itztega avayda. Is the fact that then we will see the importance and the what we accomplished in our avayda in Golos. Maaseinu v'maaseinu kol meshul zvana Golos, all of our work and efforts during the time of Golos. On does get a zeros v'idud, and this gives us encouragement. In the Ravayda from Aiden, it's Ufstone, the Migdash, Umakam Ruchni Bazich, that a Yid has to erect and, uh, and bring about a holy place, a Beis Amigdash, a spiritual holy place within himself. Shachanti Besaychem, as the Pasuk says, I will dwell within them. Because Hashem dwells within each and every Jewish person. That's his personal Beis Amigdash within every Yid. So it gives us the encouragement. And then this will lead to the Binyan Beis to the ultimate building of the Beis through the complete and perfect Geula, speedily in our days.